This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. Well, it certainly hasn't been a fun season to talk about and to watch by any stretch of the imagination, but there is one thing that we can start to do now, and it's probably been the most fun week already news-wise that I've had the entire season, and it's because it's time for the drama that is the Broncos' next head coach search, and, uh... You know, I, I wish I could say it's been a while since we were uh, doing this, but you know, it, um, it this seems to be a annual to biannual occurrence for the Broncos uh, this time of the franchise history. Um, it's almost, is this what the Raiders felt like for like 15 years? At least it's only been like, what, what, like half of that? But man, if um, we're becoming the Raiders, that's definitely not a sign of good things to come. Um, commitment to excellence. Um, yeah, right. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this edition of Horse Tracks. It is Thursday, December 29th. And it's time to break into some of the latest news regarding the Broncos coaching search. Um, and then their latest head coach, albeit interim head coach, Jerry Roseberg had his press conference earlier on Wednesday. Going to take you through some of the um, my favorite quotes from that and the latest news regarding the Denver Broncos and their injuries. Um, it, it's 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 back to a novel this week. I know last week it really wasn't too bad. This week, uh, 
let's just say it's back to normal, all right? But uh, my name's Ross, and uh, if you are new here, go ahead and uh, drop a follow on whatever uh, podcasting platform you're currently listening to, the, to this on. Um, go ahead and follow us on any social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Only if you already have an account, please. If you don't have a social media account yet, Never make one. You'll do yourself a favor. And you can catch tons of awesome articles daily over at milehighreport.com. And check out my power rankings for this week if you haven't already. And on Thursday, the day this podcast drops, um, it is time for my article based on your fan overreactions for this week. Um, but with that all out of the way, let's go ahead and break into things. So uh, it seems like with some of the chatter coming from around the league right now that I would say the most likely or at least the most sought after maybe the most talked about head coaching candidate for the Denver Broncos right now is Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh the talk is about bringing Harbaugh back to the NFL and that's kind of what it feels like but Let's um, maybe not get too ahead of ourselves, but also look at why this may be the case. Um, so some of the news coming out today is uh, pro, uh, per pro football talk. Um, the NFL's worst kept secret is Sean Payton coming back to the Saints. Um, and so that is one way that, as, I mean, really, as Broncos fans, especially from what I've seen from you guys on Instagram, it's either Peyton or it's Harbaugh. That, that's all I'm seeing right now. So although I would like Sean Payton as the next head coach for the Broncos, um, also it would make sense uh, for, for a couple of reasons. One, because, um, well, a little bit interesting. So he... Um, even though that there's the per, per pro football talk, the NFL's worst kept secret is Sean Payne coming back. There's a rebuttal by Saints reporter Nick Underhill saying that it would be a surprise if New Orleans moved on from Den- Dennis Allen and brought back, uh, brought back Sean Payton. So there's conflicting reports right there. Um, another reason why Sean Payton to the Broncos still may be a thing is because there's um the consensus about Payne is that his ideal spot was going to be Los Angeles. It was going to be the Chargers. He wants Justin Herbert. He wants a contender. But now that Brandon Staley and the Chargers have clinched a playoff spot, it will be a bit more of a surprise. Um, and now it's more unlikely that they move on from Staley. Also, don't uh, forget that Dean Spanos is a notorious cheap butt. All right. So... Paint Denver can still make sense. So, so um, playing kind of the either side about this is that um, kind of why Peyton to Denver makes sense. And then we'll get to Harbaugh to Denver here in a second. So um, the things kind of going on with uh, how the organization in the staff is looking for Denver right now is, um, is George Payton. He seemingly has less power now. It's going to be both him and the head coach um, current um, and next head coach are both going to reporting to Penner, the CEO and owner. So Payton seemingly has a little bit less power now and Sean Payton could possibly serve as more of like that head coach GM position um, because he's looking for possibly bigger, more powerful position. That looks like it might be the case here in Denver, but what we're seeing here, if we want to play the Harbaugh side, this is why, why Harbaugh might be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. So, 
if it kind of depends on who you want to, to assume is right. So if you think um, both, if um, you think that Sean Payton is coming, going back to the Saints, that will definitely increase the chances of Harbaugh going to Denver because I would just kind of take Sean Payton out of the running. There is like, um, you want to make a splash. Right now, it looks like the Broncos are going to be trying to make a splash. feels like we haven't really done this with a head coach in, in who knows how long. Um, the organization, um, especially the ownership from the Waltons um, and, and Penner as well. So what it's almost like this feeling like, especially their press conferences the last few days since firing Hack is they need changes. They need big changes. They need to change the entire dynamic of this team and of this franchise. So it seems like a way of doing that is going to be making a splash head coach. And uh, they definitely have the capital to do so. Also, going back to Sean Payton, thing, please don't forget that the Broncos will have to trade for the coaching rights for Sean Payton, that will be draft picks, not just money. So that's one thing that the Broncos probably won't be able to have a, having a lot of when it comes to their rebuild attempts. So that's another reason why Payton to the Broncos is going to be tough. Um, but here on the Harbaugh side is actually defensive coordinator Evro. He, we know this guy, yeah. Um, we we all know and we all know, uh, love him from what he's been doing with the Broncos this year, but. He was on staff with Harbaugh in San Francisco for all four years that Harbaugh was there. He assisted Vic Fangio on the defense. Another name where we know, um, maybe not love, though. And it also seems like, uh, coming from uh, um, analyst Mike Florio, he also thinks that uh, Harbaugh is, to the Broncos is a real possibility. And the Broncos would be able to woo him out of his uh, contract with Michigan. Um, if you want to take a look, so right now Harbaugh is making about $7 million a year um, with Michigan, and he signed through 2026. And the funny thing about this as well is that it probably won't happen that soon because, you know, Michigan has a playoff game on um, Saturday, and they also um, are, let's be honest, they're playing, what, TCU? They're probably going to win that game and are probably going to be playing for a championship, so it might be a little bit till the Broncos can actually speak with Harbaugh, but, um, so we'll, we'll see when that happens, but I know for, I could, we could all take a pretty educated guess and, and say that the Broncos and Harbaugh are at least going to be in contact about this thing, and, and the whole funny thing is, uh, talking about money, Harbaugh right now makes seven million a year, um, boom, just like that, the, uh, Walmart just made seven million, probably a lot more for being honest with ourselves, jeez, they make so much money, um, but yeah, they they could they could <laughs> afford to throw. I'm not saying it will happen, but they could afford to throw one of those um, kind of contracts in with the whole 10 million, 10 years, um, and hopefully it'll work out better for the Broncos if they do that. Then it did for the Raiders and John Gruden. Oh boy, that uh, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> Gosh, Raiders, what are you guys doing? Um, but yeah, I guess right now we got to take any chance to knock on the Raiders, given how bad that the Broncos are doing and uh, the fact that the Raiders have swept the Broncos over the last three seasons. But moving on from that coaching talk, let's go on and uh, take a uh, look at what Jerry Roseburg, latest coach, interim coach for the Denver Broncos and what he had to say on Wednesday during his press conference. Um, and the cool thing is he's already making moves as an interim. He handled the firings of special teams coach Dwayne Stooks and offensive line coach Butch Berry. Um, and 
before we get to the whole special teams of Butch Berry, he'd said uh, some stuff about there. I want to talk first about what he said about the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, um, what we've had as a coach, especially, especially with uh, Nathaniel Hackett, really all the quotes we've had this year, like the most PR, cut, um, copy and paste, you know, you know, just cut and dry and no emotion. It just... Man, there's just like nothing behind these quotes. There's no emotion behind these quotes. There's no personality behind these quotes. There's no oomph, you know, behind these quotes. You guys know what I mean. But there's, it only took Jerry Roseberg to actually have a meaningful quote. Um, recently he he talks about um, the the rivalry with the Chiefs. Um, albeit it hasn't really been much of a rivalry the last what seven years, but. He talks about that, um, and he t- especially with their game coming up on um, this weekend. So uh, it's about the Chiefs, man. It's that's it's. Um, I kind of agree with Mike Liss. He had a bad take today, saying that um, just after hearing what Roseberg had to say, if they the Broncos win out, then he's the next next head coach for the Broncos. Um, no, please no. I don't want that. I would like him part of the staff, but no, no, like that, that, that was a little crazy from Cliss. But one thing I agree with him here is that um, when uh, kind of the past, he's uh, Cliss says like with some of the past few guys, LA Fangio, Peyton Hackett, um, when they're asked if it's about the Chiefs, they would say it's about the entire AFC West. Well, although there's plenty of truth to that. Um, it's about the Chiefs right now. It's really about the Chiefs. I know the Broncos have sucked to the Raiders. They've been all right against the Chargers recently, but they've really, really, really sucked against the Kansas City Chiefs. Before this 14-game losing streak, this the the series was um, the Chiefs were up on the Broncos 56 to 55 all time. That is a rivalry right there. Now it's 70 to 55. So that's not so much rivalry. It's all about getting that back. Um, and what Roseberg had to say on the Chiefs is uh, he said, quote, I recognize that fact. Um, this is talking about the whole Chiefs winning 14 in a row and the Broncos not being all that good against them. Goes on to say, I also think the fans of the Denver Broncos are recognizing that fact too, and that needs to change. So how do you go about doing that? Well, you put together the best game plan you can. You put the best players on the field, and you teach them how to play and play together. And you go about changing that. That's a number, uh, the 14 he's talking about. That's a number I'm having a hard time grasping, frankly, because this organization has a steadfast, incredible football tradition. It can't be that way. It just cannot be that way. So I'm setting out to try in one week, setting out to change the course of that. Thank you, Roseburg, for trying to do something and trying to re- bring back this rivalry. I don't think the Broncos are going to win this game. Like, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. But thank you for at least saying something about that. Um, also, um, going on to what he says about um, Stukes and the special teams. Yeah, he had a break a quote here. Um, he said, uh, quote... Uh, or uh, regarding to dismissing Stukes, he said, quote, I know special teams. I've been coaching special teams a long time. We weren't good enough. We were 32nd in the league in one of the metrics I follow. And if I'm not mistaken, there are 32 teams in this league. That had to change. The only way it was going to change was to insert myself right in the middle of that thing. We're making changes for the good of this team so that we can win two football games. Yes, another awesome quote uh, by Roseburg. I love it. 
I love it. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then lastly, what he has to say about uh, former offensive line coach Butch Berry. I have great respect for Butch and affection. He is a good man and a fine coach. I made that move because I want to move in a different direction with the offensive line. Want to make an impactful move with the offensive line. Yes. Thank you. Fix the offensive line. Do something. Um, I would like to uh, try to go after some free agents this year for the tackles. Draft some guards. Um, uh, probably going to have to get a center in there. Just draft interior. Um, sign the tackles. Spend the money. Because uh, if anything, why can't you? There's probably just a way where you can just put a crap ton to a signing bonus if you really want to do it that way. Um, I don't care if the Broncos become the freaking New York Yankees. They are able to throw money and get talent. I don't care about that. In fact, it probably feels pretty dang nice to be a Yankees fan. One of my buddies is, and he has a great time base. They're able just to throw a billion dollars at their freaking lineup. So, Waltons, the Broncos, you want to change. Just start throwing money at coaches. Throw money at some players. Um, and absolutely, Butch Berry sucked. I'm glad that he is gone. And uh, something about that, too. Uh, according to Broncos reporter Benjamin Albright, um, that this is reportedly has been a very welcomed and well-received move, uh, well-received move in the Broncos locker room. No surprise there. Let's make some changes, and let's make some changes now. Speaking about changes, let's just go ahead and um, uh, get a new uniform. Bring back the old D logo. Uh, pretty much keep what the color, uh, what just like a modernized version, like the 80s and 90s uniform that the Broncos had during the John Elway era. Just modernize that. Put that on the team. Gosh, that would look so nice. But lastly here, we're just going to take a look at the latest Broncos news and injuries. So, of course, uh, Randy Gregory's uh, appeal of his one-game suspension was successful. Just has to pay a $50,000 fine now. Um, And he spoke on that uh, on Wednesday. And he said uh, that uh, part of his frustration um, that led to this situation was caused by wanting to win for Hackett. Um, And Russell Wilson was also on the apology train for Hackett. Said he wished that he played better for all right, um, now we can move past those sorry quotes and uh, get to the novel that is the Broncos injury report as of Wednesday. All right, back to it. The challenge. One breath. My lungs have been getting better just by this alone. All right, here we go. Calvin Anderson ankle did not practice. Baron Brown in back did not practice. Greg Dulcich hamstring did not practice. Randy Gregory knee did not practice. Kareem Jackson not injury related did not practice. DJ Jones knee did not practice. Latavius Murray not injury related did not practice. Mike Purcell elbow did not practice. Billy Turner not injury related did not practice. Deshaun Williams not injury related did not practice. Kwan Williams knee did not practice. Kendall Hinton hamstring limited. Jerry Judy ankle limited. Quinn the Miners ribs limited. Dalton Reisner foot limited. Corlin Sun hamstring limited. Oh, all right. <laughs> there we go. Still have not been defeated by this injury report, which is pretty shocking, to be honest. Um, Also during practice, Jerry Judy, he went to the locker room, but he eventually came out and finished the day. Um, that is probably related to his uh, ankle injury, but we're not 100% sure on that one. And it's not surprising to see three guys on this practice or um, on the injury report all having hamstring injuries um and just another fun stat for you from uh mile high reports very own joe mahoney he is fantastic by the way especially with his, his stats and research currently the broncos have 19 players on the injury reserve which is um the most in the league uh, he expects that to go up to a few more before the end of the regular season i think we all do the most going back to 2012 
um, is 24 players on the injury reserve. Um, it's uh, very rare for teams to go above 20, but yet it seems like the Broncos are going to break that number. I cannot wait to move on from the strength and conditioning staff. Lauren Lando, get out, please. I can't wait for Black Monday. What day that's going to be. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this edition of Horse Tracks. Um, it has been fun talking about the Broncos coaching updates. Uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy to have Roseburg as the, the interim head coach in the next couple weeks. I, I really don't care what happens, but I'm actually kind of looking forward to these games now. Did not think that was going to happen. Uh, but here we are. What a weird year it's been. Um, and I'm also not surprised that the Broncos injury report is freaking massive. Uh, but with that being said, make sure if you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on whatever podcast platform you're currently listening to this to on. Follow us on social medias at Mile High Report and check us out milehighreport.com. Tons of awesome articles daily. I'll be back with you guys um, on Monday and then also be live on Twitch at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's twitch.tv forward slash mhr underscore live hope you guys are having a fantastic week hope you guys have a fantastic thursday and because you won't really hear from my voice um by then uh yeah it'll be the day of so uh i'll be one day late but go ahead have a happy new year you guys thank you so much for this year it's been incredible have a great week all right or i guess week day just have a great time in whatever you are doing